Welcome to the Blake and Krista Show. I'm Blake. And I'm Krista. And you're listening to the Blake and Krista Podcast. And hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, it is Christmas Eve. And so you're going to be watching this. It's going to be past Christmas. But we just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, we don't know how you celebrate Christmas or what you do, but happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Birthday, whatever it is that you're celebrating right now, however you... You do it. Uh, it's good to have you with us. I want to take about 30 seconds and just give a shout out to a good friend of ours. A lot of you are acquainted with him, uh, Condi Moses. He is our ministry partner over in Uganda. He has a YouTube channel, Condi Moses Ministry or Condi Moses. Uh, look him up. He's also on Facebook, Condi Moses. If you send him a friend request, he might not accept that, but you can follow what he's doing on Condi Moses Ministry. Uh, we support him financially. We support him spiritually. So I just wanted to take the time to, uh, if you're looking uh, for any kind of service outside of the U.S. or wherever you are, uh, he is in Uganda, Africa. Uh, he does a lot of good evangelism, feeding the poor, clothing children, discipling people. Uh, check him out. Yeah. So I just wanted to put that out there. Condi, we love you. And his, and his beautiful wife, Princess. Princess Josephine. Leave her out. Yeah. And so uh, we have a hot topic Today, today is a uh, the last topic was pretty hot too. Once saved, always saved. But this one, uh, it's just things that we uh, we talk about amongst uh, you know ourselves and our marriage, but also with other friends. And today's hot topic is: Is it okay for Christians to drink alcohol? Ooh. <laughs> yep. So was that wine really wine that Jesus turned the water into wine? Uh, but yeah, this is a topic that is very, uh, I know right now I can just feel it as they're listening or they're watching. They're like, oh, where is this going? Are you putting your wine glass down at the moment? Yes. <laughs> are we Are we about to judge you and just completely say, you sinner, yeah. uh, save yourself from, from hellfire? Yeah. Not completely. Yeah. And, well, and not even a little bit, but we are going to talk about that. Uh, I want to ask my wife. Before we go into any scripture, uh-huh. any context, any uh, uh, what is your uh, opinion on it? How do you feel? And I'm also actually kind of well, scared about this. <laughs> she doesn't drink. She will have a glass. I will have a glass of wine. But at the same time, uh, well, how do you feel? I'll, I'll, I'll start with um, previous to five years ago, and Blake and I, um, were, when we were reunited, yeah. Um, I probably drank at least two to three glasses of wine a night, if not a bottle of wine a night. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a lot. Yeah. that I mean, that's just, as I know you now, and I know what, like, you know, a half a glass of wine does to both of us. Yeah. Yeah. And and I it, to be honest, it was more of like a, well, remember, I didn't have kids. It was all about me and my life. Um I, you know, obviously work, I mean, I still work the same, but um, it it became more of a, this is what I do now in the afternoon as I wind down, wind down. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, if, if I were, if you were to ask me that back then, I probably would have told you the same answer that I'm going to tell you now. I'm just telling you how, or you know, what was my partaking in before five years ago. 
Then when we um, got reunited and um, I was pregnant with seven, mm-hmm. you know, then I you know became pregnant with Micah. There was a period of time of not drinking at all, right? So yeah. I kind of had this natural, um, what do you call it, a natural detox of it all. I was forced to 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 do that. So it changed my habit, and it also I think changed my taste for it, and it also you know changed um, what what my um, what's the word my uh, convictions on it. No, my um, how much I can take. <laughs> what's the word? Tolerance. Tolerance. Thank you. Also changed my tolerance for it. So what did Bennett say? Your <laughs> your palate. <My> palate. <laughs> yeah. Bennett, our good friend over here, who does all the behind the scenes stuff. He's he said palate. He was telling me my word palate. It did kind of change my palate, Bennett, because that's good. Um, yeah, because it, 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 I guess you work up a you know a more mature taste for it, and then you can you know maybe drink more. Anyway, so that was that was how I par- partaked, and it still had the same thought behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, without like getting to the conclusion of what I think, um, then moving into still having the same feelings about it, thoughts on it, convictions behind it, I can now move into executing on how I really feel, which is um, that wine is acceptable Mm -hmm. before it becomes um, where you're not sober any longer. Yeah. So wine. And the scripture for that is. Not being so, yeah. The scripture for that, uh, the Apostle Paul, he said, and I don't know the address to this verse. I should know this. I'm sorry. I'm using it. But uh, he says, uh, do not become drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be drunk with the Spirit. Yeah. Um, and the word that word dissipation, is it means to, uh, it also, one of the Greek definitions of it is to become unsaved. It's unsavedness. Yeah. It's acting unsaved. You get into a place to where you're, you're not walking mm-hmm. how you were. Uh, Proverbs has a lot to say about wine and alcohol. Uh, it says, uh, you know, wine is a strong brawler. Yeah. Uh, people who get drunk, they like to fight. Yeah. You know, that's just what it, what it says. But Proverbs also says that, uh, you know, when the heart is down, have you a drink. Uh, don't know the address to that one, the verse, but it's in there. Look it up. Uh, Paul, the apostle, says, too, for your frequent infirmities, your sickness, uh, you know, alcohol. Yeah. He told Timothy, "No longer drink just water, but consume alcohol for your infirmities and your sickness in your stomach." Yeah. So, so I think the main <laughs> there's a fly. Um, so I think the main concept around should you drink alcohol or anything? This is how I take it: anything that moves your mind from being sober to not being sober. So it takes you out yeah. of that state of being able to. Think with your heart as you should in the sober state. Yeah. So whether it's, I mean, the topic is should you drink alcohol, but anything that moves you into a non-sober mindset to me is is what this encompasses because yeah. you know they okay they didn't they didn't have weed back then but you know if you want to talk about you know should you should you smoke weed you know in my mind yeah. if it's legal then. Before, if it makes you unsober, then you probably shouldn't. Yeah, and that's probably where we differ a little <laughs> yeah. bit in our doctrine. I don't, I don't think if it's legal or not. I don't care. 
I do agree with you if it makes you, if it intoxicates you or takes you out of the reality that you're living in. Now, medical marijuana, we're not having that discussion right now. I'm not letting well, you guys. That's pull, what I'm, but that's what I'm, I'm not letting you pull me into that. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> we'll, we'll just say for recreational use then. Yeah. All right. We're not going to talk about medical anything because there's a whole yes, can of worms. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but just to give context on if it If it intoxicates you, there's a there's a, the Greek word pharmakia. Yeah. Uh, Jesus says it in the book of Revelation. Uh, it's the red letters. He said, they will not inherit the kingdom because they would not give up their drugs. Sorceries. The King James, I believe, says sorceries. Uh, and that word is the word pharmakia. Mm-hmm. And they would not give up their pharmakia, their sorceries, mm-hmm. their enchantment, their drugs. Yeah. Uh, and it's where we get the word pharmacy, CVS mm-hmm. pharmacy, CVS pharmakia. And it actually means to become uh, enchanted, sorcery. You become up under the spirit of enchantment, uh, hypnosis, it takes you into a false reality. False reality, yes. Paul said, do not be drunk, do not be drunk with wine. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the word drunk, mm-hmm. you know, as we think of it now, not sober, is is to enter into a false reality because it is exactly what it is. If I think back to when I used to drink you know, a, a bottle of wine a night, yeah. I was able to enter into a false reality. And even if even yeah. if you're drinking, some people drink it at night. Yeah. Uh, some people are highly depressed, so they drink. And it it seems to uh, help them. Some people just drink out of habit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's still a coping. It, it, it's a coping. And I I remember getting to a point, even in that state, that that you know, if I, when I was going through a moment of where I realized I was every night not just relaxing with it, but it was becoming that coping with circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, that I I'm going to continue this if I don't deal with instead of just making it be be my coping mechanism i don't deal with the actual situation or issue soberly yes right so like could i continue to do that could i do that now would it make certain situations easier in the moment probably but it's taking me out of the reality therefore i don't deal with the reality yeah i like what paul said this is how i feel about it we have times where families Mm-hmm. You know, we're you know, I may have a glass of wine, mm-hmm. but you know, like I, we have this conversation when we come home. It's almost every time, whatever it is, once a month, once every two months, whatever situation we're in. Most of the time, it's around family. Uh, it's a holiday get together, birthday party, whatever, and you know. But we always say the same thing, man. You know, why? What? What's the point? Yeah. You know, that's that's our big thing. What is the point? And so there's a scripture, First uh, Corinthians six twelve, where Paul says, and I love this because it's it it gives you where if we have if somebody drinks mm-hmm. and they're not getting drunk, mm-hmm. now if they're getting drunk, it's a whole other issue there. Okay, but if you're just drinking, let's say you have a glass of wine, Paul, this is this is what he says. I love this. He says, I have the right. I'm gonna read from the King James, y'all. He says, all things are lawful unto me. That means I have the right. Everything is permissible. Okay. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. That means not all things are beneficial. So everything is permissible for me, but not all things are beneficial. And he says, all things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of anything. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. So essentially he's saying, hey, I can drink a glass. I can, there's, all things are lawful for me, mm-hmm. but not all things are beneficial, mm-hmm. Right. I can do that, but it's not going to bring anything about. Yeah. 
And so my, my, my thing about it is, is if we have a friend or a brother or a family member or whatever, and they drink a glass of wine, I'm not sitting over here going, you know what? Shouldn't do that. Uh-huh. You know, that's lawful, permissible for you, not permissible for me. What is it benefiting you Yeah. to, to drink? As a Christian, really ask yourself that. Uh, now, if, if, you, if you drink, you know, and there's a problem there, it's a coping mechanism, then that's a whole other thing. But we're talking about, I want to keep it at a, at a basis of okay. just simply for us to drink. Right, we're not even talking about getting drunk because mm-hmm. with the, under the conviction of the Holy Ghost, I don't. I think that should be enough of like, no, you're not going to drink if you if you're drinking to get drunk here. We have a whole other issue. Yeah, yeah, you know. But I can look at a brother over here who doesn't who does drink, right? And he's okay. And then I'm over here going, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. We're at that medium of hey, all things are lawful. You can drink. I cannot drink. Mm-hmm. Right? That's permissible for you. It's even permissible for me. But what is it benefiting each one of us? Yeah. And that's where I kind of like the line I feel like is drawn. What's the point in it? And we mm-hmm. talk about that all the time. You know, what is what is the point in it? Yeah. Um, as a as a Christian, um, are you doing it just to relax? Are mm-hmm. you doing it just to because it's social? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think too, it's it's where Paul says, "Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling." It's a inner conviction, and so then we get into the topic and the point of if it's sin. You know, for you to drink alcohol as a Christian, because the Bible doesn't say it is sin to drink alcohol or or don't do this. It says don't become drunk. Mm-hmm. So at one point, when a man is abstaining from alcohol, he never drinks it, hasn't drank it in twenty years. Do you go? It ain't sin, man. It's not sin, right? But at, I think there's a place where a man comes in his life where what's sin to you mm-hmm. may not be sin to me. What I may look at and go. Permissible. That's sin. Yeah. That's permissible. Mm-hmm. That's sin to me right now. I promise yeah. you. But it may not be sin to you. So well, sin. Go so, ahead. So sin <clears throat> um, is actually to miss the mark of godliness. Yes. That's so good, honey. Thank you. Thanks. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, so sin to miss the mark of of holiness. Mm. What? As it relates to alcohol right now, since it's a topic, is this moving out of the sober state that alcohol can bring mm-hmm. into a false reality? Would you, you know, the, you're asking yourself, would that then be where it becomes sin? So you're missing the mark. Well, that's it, where it would become sin. I know, but I'm yeah. saying, what if, what if we walk into a room and there's two glasses of wine there, mm-hmm. and I go. I can't do it, babe. I can't drink that glass. And you go, well, I can. Yeah. I can't look at you and go, no, you can't. And you can't look at me and go, it ain't sin. Uh Because in that moment, you don't know where I'm at necessarily with the Lord, with the next person. There's times where I pull up to McDonald's and the Lord goes, you're not eating it. Mm -hmm. And for me to disobey his voice in that moment would be sin. So is eating a hamburger sinful? No, but to me in that moment, just because he said, hey, you're watching your weight. Do not eat that. You get to a point where the Bible, mm-hmm. you read Romans 1 through 26, 1, 26 yeah. and all that, these will not inherit the kingdom. Paul lays out what sin is, what sinners are. Galatians 5, the fruits of the Spirit. Galatians 5, the works of the flesh. So the Bible, if you don't know what sin is, then Google what does the what are what is sin in the Bible. It's going to take you to the Ten Commandments, but then cross-reference that into the, the New Testament too. So you got what is sin according to the Bible. Yeah. Then a man and a woman grows into a place in their faith 
where sin is mm-hmm. not abiding in the voice of the Lord. Yeah. Like I'm past, thou shalt not uh, fornicate. Yeah. Thou shalt, you know, uh, uh, whoremongers and uh, all these things that Romans 1 talks about, they will not inherit the kingdom. I don't wake up every day going, you know what? Today I'm, I'm not going to be sexually immoral. Today I'm not going to be a whoremonger. <laughs> you know, today I'm not going to be a murderer. Yeah. Uh, today I'm not lying. Yeah. We, we get past that with our walk with the Lord. Then his voice becomes the governing authority. Mm-hmm. And anything that we deny outside of that, anything that we deny when he tells us to is sin. So to me in my life, yeah. In the moment, I have to listen to the Holy Spirit, and if I deny that, then that is sin. And if the Holy Spirit tells me, you're not drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. For me to drink alcohol, even though it's permissible, mm-hmm. would be sin. If he isn't telling you not That's to drink good. alcohol, yeah. then hey, you know, have your, have your glass. I would, I would ask you to, after that, put it down, because then you'll be drunk. But. Yeah, so in the, um, in the miracle of, in the Bible of Jesus turning the water into wine at the wedding, yeah. Um, because you know I love the chosen. <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many of our friends have we said this? Uh, uh, the first miracle he did, boy, was he turned that water yeah. into wine. Uh-huh. You know, we can drink. Yeah. Come on, don't tell me about that. The first, the first miracle he did. Yeah. Well, because he did, but in the chosen, it was um, it, you know, it, it painted a you know a beautiful cinematic picture of it. Um, but a lot of it was is related to the culture. Back then, it was um, if you ran out of wine, it was like a, a disgrace to the the father, or the family that they didn't have enough or that wasn't you yeah. know, prepared right. So, um, it was that was the the miracle of it. At least that's that's my understanding of it. Yeah. Well, I think context of the culture is important there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I always think of is like, well. Did they not have enough already? And, you know, were people then going to become drunk <laughs> because now there was more wine that they had already had enough? You know, so those are the things that go through my mind. Like, why would Jesus turn that into wine when it was probably going to make these people drunk because he knew that that's what they were going to do? Like, these are all I'm just, thoughts you have. Just saying the thoughts out loud as yep. to. And then if he knew they were going to get drunk, why did he make the wine? Yeah. You know, if you shouldn't be drunk on wine. Yeah, it's a whole nother. Yeah. I know. I, I've had those thoughts too. Yeah. Uh, Maybe later on we can do a little dig into that. Why do you even do it? But yeah, uh, is it is it okay for Christians to drink alcohol? It's not okay for Christians to get drunk. Yeah. Uh, is it okay for you to drink alcohol? Where are you at with the Lord? Yeah. You know what is your? I, I remember this. This I'm glad this just came up. Uh, in 2014, I was uh, with a friend of mine, and she was playing. She was a worship leader, and she played the guitar and, and did all that. Mm-hmm. And she was doing a gig downtown mm-hmm. and uh, I'll never forget this this is I, I, I love that the Lord just brought this to me he uh we were in there and I was I hadn't been out of prison long mm-hmm. and so like going into a bar or a club even though she was just playing guitar for a band and doing a set I was like man I feel really uncomfortable being in here anyway mm-hmm. you know but I remember I had a glass of wine mm-hmm. I didn't even know what to order I think yeah. she ordered for me and I'm sitting at the bar she's playing Right, and I'm having my glass of wine, and this guy comes up from my past. Right, his name's Justin, and he went to Smith Station. I'm not gonna say his last name, and we're just talking. He's like, "Oh, bro, man, I've been watching you on Facebook, man. I'm so glad, dude. You, you, you really got saved. God mm-hmm. really changed your life, man. It's so good." And then he was like, "But this is the last place I thought I'd ever see you." And he's in there, mm-hmm. you know. What I mean, it's he's in there in the bar and enjoying the uh, the life, the 
the scene or whatever. And then he looks down at my hand. Mm-hmm. And I remember the look he had on his face. He didn't say anything. But he was like, oh, but but why are you in here? This is the last place I thought you'd be. And he looks down at my hand, and he didn't even look back up at me. He did eventually. But I saw his disposition change the minute he saw that alcohol in my hand. Mm-hmm. And I felt like just such the biggest loser. I wanted to just like freak out, you know. But in that moment, he was looking at me for a greater hope. I knew it. Mm-hmm. I knew it because he was building it up. He was, man, God's done so much in your life, bro, and I'm so proud, man. And, and, and usually after those comments, they kind of settle down and go, but how do you, how do you not go back? Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you follow Jesus? And then, boom, the gospel, the witness opens up. But he looked at my hand, and he, and he kind of like sighed. And I knew in that moment I had lost my witness. Mm. I could have still witnessed, but mm-hmm. that, that, was a, that hit, that mm-hmm. was a blow, Right. And I'll never forget that. And so is it a sin for you to drink alcohol? If you get drunk, I think it is. Mm-hmm. You got to listen to God in that moment. Yeah. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, live above reproach. Give the enemy no foothold. I, I gave the enemy a foothold right there. Yeah. Right? Because that was a... Because he looked, let's say he, let's say he saw my life, you know, I, he leaves there and he has these thoughts and he goes, man, I see what he's posting on Facebook, but I also saw him in that bar with that glass. Yeah. You know? And so, hey, you know, if you're... And leaders, you have it different. Uh, you know, James three one says, "Leaders, you you desire those of you who desire to be leaders, you'll be judged with a harsher judgment." Uh, you just and have to be aware. So, like Paul said, I love that. You know, what is everything's lawful for me, mm-hmm. but not everything is beneficial. And uh, so that's my take on it. You know? Yeah. So no, you that's like, a that's a great um, point, and I think that anyone who, like you said. Has some type of platform or has some type of attention on their salvation and their story and the witness that they can can be. You know, if you had a big transformation like you did, mm-hmm. um, there is a different you know calling on you. But that doesn't negate you know anyone else who calls themselves a Christian without a story like yours. You know, there's still that level yeah. of yeah. So. And not that you you know, every Christian if you're going to drink you know one glass of wine and that is what's lawful for you or that's okay for you mm-hmm. in between the Lord that you have to justify yourself in every situation someone sees you. And, you know, yeah. I, I think it's more of a... Because that's how I am. Like, I, I I certainly wouldn't sit on here and say, you know, no, no alcohol, you know, whatsoever, you know, because I know I might have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I think that's also like a a, a very key part of this discussion, which is like the hypocrisy yeah, of the yeah, topic too. Yeah. You know, so you can't though use it as an excuse and say, you know, well, I'm okay to drink and get drunk, you know. Yeah. So you have to you have to take all of this in the in context yeah. and search your heart, like like was saying, like one thing that's okay for me might be not be, be and, okay for him. In that situation, other situations might be different. Yeah. And I think there should ever be there should forever be an evolving of what sin is to you in your life. Like I said yeah. a minute ago, when I first got saved in the first couple of years, sin to me was whatever the Bible said. Now sin is different. Sin to me is whatever he tells me to do, and I don't do it. The Lord dresses me a lot of times. I go to preach, and I, I have yeah. on, like, what shoes am I going to wear? Like the other day, I put on a pair of black pants, and the Lord was like, nah, I don't want you wearing those. So, you know, there's a, there's also a place in First Samuel where uh, Samuel was told to pray for King Saul, and, and I love this, and, and, and uh, Samuel 
tells Saul, I will be in sin if I don't pray for you. Now, mm-hmm. is sin in the Bible is, is, is not praying for a man sinful in the Bible? Can you find it? No, but that's where Samuel was with the Lord. The Lord said, if you don't pray for him, you're in sin. Mm. Right? So it was wherever Samuel was. So I think everybody's sin, everybody, the word, the, the, the missing the mark for you should forever be changing as you walk closer with him. The more you're transferred into his image, missing the mark should look different. Yeah, we should graduate out of just works of the flesh and the big sins, you know, murderers and all that. To he's talking to you right now in the moment, obey type stuff. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, that might be just a short and sweet topic of. Uh, well, I feel like I mean, is alcohol? If, if you guys, yeah, like comment in the sections, like whatever. Uh, open able- discussion. All these are for open discussion. We're not. You know, like we've said before, we're not uh, at a place. This is a public platform. Uh, we understand that our views are going to be different than some of yours, and we're okay. We're not, you know, so most of you, you know, if you want to talk privately, message us or whatever. But, uh, yeah, healthy topics. All right. So. What is next? Is it time for my glass of wine? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is, you know, why it's probably easier to to talk about is um, that wine gives me a super bad headache. So I really don't partake in it until, like you said, I I am at a family function where I kind of do want to get out of reality. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just kidding. I love my family. You know, they love me. But yeah, that's a... That's where I have to come back to, all right, Lord, let me use you, not let me use this this as a as a crutch to deal but, with my But but emotions. what kind of wine they got in there? <laughs> Lord, help me, but what's in that refrigerator? <laughs> all right, you guys have a great week. Uh and uh yeah, we love you. Okay. Bye.